Elisa just broke. <laughs> I wish you could all have seen that. That was fantastic. <laughs> Lisa thought EXE had failed. You were oh just boy. looking at the surprise in your eyes when your words didn't come out. Welcome to We're Doing Fine with Robbie and Lisa. I'm Lisa. I'm Robbie. And we're doing fine. Hell yeah, we are. I mean, Robbie, how are you doing? Like, like honestly. Oh, she saw straight through that. Um, <laughs> I'm very tired. I have a very sore throat. It's been a very hectic week. Yeah, what time um, is it over there? It's 6.14am. That's um, usually the time I'm awake. I know. I couldn't, couldn't record usual time, so we did a wee switcheroo. I don't know how you do this every week. I don't know how you do this and are awake. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I woke up at 6am on my own with, without an alarm this morning, so... That's genuinely disgusting. And, I just uh, don't sleep. That's not normal. Who needs sleep? <laughs> not us. Not, not us, us, obviously. I made a new friend at work and he was like, I'm not going to say the word that he actually said, but he said, the equivalent of sleep is for losers. And I was like, that is the biggest mood of 2019. Ugh, honestly, though. Mm-hmm. 2019 has been having a lot of big moods, at least, or big moves. Especially this it's... week. What the hell is politics? Oh, oh boy. Do you want to get, do you want to get into that? Or do you want to just talk about our weeks a little bit more? <laughs> Let's talk about our week a little bit more because <laughs> I'm not ready for this drama. I'm actually like, yeah. as soon as I realized that, so... So I had to message Lisa yesterday being like, I'm not very well. I can't record at three. Um, can we make it a wee bit later for her? So it would be like the evening for into the morning. And Lisa was like, absolutely, no worries. Speak to you at that time. And then I sort of sat back and I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm going to have to talk about Boris Johnson at 6am. <laughs> and I've never been more disappointed in my life choices. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, I usually have to talk about Trump at seven, so... This is also true. Why are we like this? Because we made a decision to do a podcast across many time zones. Many, many time zones. For the love of God. Robbie, why are you so far away from me? I know. Hang on. On a flight now. Okay, good. Well, that was some Diet Coke. Um, Diet Coke? No, water. <laughs> de- de- definitely water. No sugar, no calories. Sounds like water. <laughs> a bit of an odd colour, but I'm pr- pretty sure it's water. What? I'm so confused by your life choices. <laughs> Maybe this is why I've had a tough week. No wonder you're feeling ill. It's been a tough week, okay. You broke me. <laughs> oh, this is gone again. Oh, you've killed me. Crying. <laughs> it needs to be healthy when you can be happy. I mean, I guess with the way things have been, you, you gotta find happiness exactly. however you can. Listen, right, Boris Johnson's in charge of my country for some reason. Just let me drink some Diet Coke, please. <laughs> Fair. Thank Fair you. argument. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how has your week been? All right. So uh, at work, it's been a wild week for work because my entire team was in Ireland. Apart from you. Yeah. Rude. Yeah. And then... While they were all in Ireland. So my work announced that it was going to be acquired last November. Okay. So like 10 mm-hmm. months ago. The merger went through the week my entire, the one week 
of the year, my entire team is in a different country. So, best timing. Do you know where about in Ireland they were? They were in Dublin. Uh-huh. Yeah, they went to a fancy party at the Guinness factory that I planned. Oh, Lisa. Everyone got to go to my party except me. Oh, no. That's so <laughs> sad. <laughs> oh, God. You poor wee scone. <laughs> That's my favorite thing you say. That was my nana that used to say that. You wee scone. I love it. You're not feeling well for school, you scone. That's what she'd say. That's adorable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so my entire team was out, so I was like making sure everything was getting done that needed to get done for the merger. So lots of early mornings because I'm no longer at my company's headquarters. It's now on the East Coast. Did you have to drive? Time zones. To the East Coast? Or do you fly? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I know that it takes, like, days, but I'm just trying to work out. Oh, well, I don't actually have to go there. I just, it's been a lot of early mornings oh, to, right, okay. like, conference calls. Oh, makes so no sense. I was like, drive to the East Coast every day, Robbie. Well, so I was like, tough one. That's sounds like a tough week. <laughs> oh, that would be a mess if I had to drive to Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to drive to Pennsylvania. Oh, but my reimbursement for those miles would have been lit. This is true. It would have been lots of money. Yeah. I just got my reimbursement for driving to Tahoe and back, and that was, I was very excited. <laughs> Give me the dollar. Exactly. Like, any money that I can take, I will take. <laughs> I'm trying to make a savings here. Yes. It's, we, we love the money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's great. Well. So, how's your week been? Um, um, it's not been awful. It's not been the best week. Um, yeah. Work has required many, many alcoholic beverages after each shift. But um, that's fair. My effervescent flatmate always looking out for me. Did mention that I have been drinking every day since last Tuesday. Oof. So it's been like two weeks of constant drinking. So it's oh, maybe, Robbie, give your liver a break. It's maybe time to pull back and be like. <laughs> I feel like that 40 year old woman that's like, I only have two glasses of wine every night, and then one with dinner, <laughs> and then one before bed. So that's four drinks. No, no, no. It's, oh, it doesn't count. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm kicking when I make the first one. And <laughs> so, so I'm like, oh, okay. You know, that's quite a lot of alcohol. So. Yeah, yeah, I think, think it's time to give your liver a break. Yeah, so I didn't drink last night. Nice. It's a good start. Thank you. But I did get Chinese. And I was like, finally. That's bad for your body in a whole different way. <laughs> but I was like, <laughs> so hungry because obviously I was ill during the day, so I didn't eat anything. And it was but like, I will never begrudge getting the Chinese food. It's like 9 p.m. and I was like, mm, egg for young. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. And because I was like trying to just fight, I was like, something eggy will settle my stomach. <laughs> Yeah, obviously. Obviously, that's how that would work. (laughs) How else would it work? I mean, that's how I always justify buying pizza whenever I drink. I'm like, it's going to sober me up. Exactly. Because that's what pizza does. It's carbs and it soaks everything It would be stupid not to, wouldn't it? It would be dangerous not to. It's why after after every night in CC's, you have to go to the late night bakery and you have to get 
three sausage rolls and two steak pies because if to you soak don't, up all the alcohol. Exactly. Exactly. Lisa knows. Lisa yep. knows. That's why there's a delivery service that only there's a delivery service in my town that only goes from like 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Oh. and all they deliver is cookies. So I'll be like, let me just order the cookies because it's an option yeah. to me, and I can, so I should. Oh, precisely. Because other people don't get to have these cookies delivered to them at ten, at you know one a.m. So I have to do it for them. For me, for me. It's for me. It's for me, but it's also for the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But also, like, if you don't do it, then they might stop doing it, and then. When you need a then cookie, that would just be sad. you would not be able to get it. So yeah. it's like an investment for your cookie future. You're exactly. Take a cookie, leave a cookie. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's very important work you're doing, Lisa. Yeah. Mm. It's basically philanthropy. <laughs> <laughs> Our Lisa, she's such a hard charity worker. She buys cookies just, <laughs> just in case she needs them in the future. <laughs> That's why they call them brownie points. Hey. Oh boy. So yes, I've spent most of the week hungover or tired. I just spent most of the week tired because, as discussed earlier, I just haven't been sleeping. Yay! Love it. Who needs sleep? Who needs it? I'll get it when I'm dead. Exactly. Which will happen sooner if I don't sleep. Exactly. Really, it's a (laughs) (laughs) win-win. It's this whole investment game I'm playing. (laughs) Like with the cookies. Bury me with the cookies. That's <laughs> all you need. Sleep later. Forever. <laughs> A big mood. <laughs> oh. But how romantic is it that we're going to have impeachments at the same time? Right? Our country's like, it's like in sync right now. <laughs> it's, it's just the synergy. <laughs> we're feeling it. It's just madness. So I did want to ask, do you understand the whole Trump impeachment thing? Well, I don't know. No, not really, because I don't think we're getting the full story on this end. Cause we're, well, we're never getting the full story. Ever. We're seeing like but. random tweets, and then we get like a, a breaking news headline that goes, um, like, Pelosi begins impeachment procedures. Okay, but you like don't know why? No. Okay, so basically what happened is the US is supposed to supply the Ukraine with its brand new president with like a bunch of money in aid to help its continuing war with Russia, right? right. Over the, the Crimea over the Crimea area, I believe. Don't quote me on that. I could be very wrong on the exact situation. Yeah, well this podcast is but, not known for its accuracy, so <laughs> <laughs> But basically what happened is that Trump had a call with the new Ukrainian president saying, Hey, you know all that money and help that we were supposed to give you? I'm going to hold on to it unless you give me dirt on Joe Biden and his son. Oh, we've discussed this because, before. What? I think we've discussed this slightly before. Some, Probably something very similar. Yeah. Um, but in doing that, he's using his power as president and he's using government money to try and further his own yeah, that's like complete gain and try to dislodge the democratic process and blackmailing yeah. allies. So that's treason. So if he gets impeached, what happens next? Well, in a normal situation, what would happen next is if the president gets impeached, his position goes to the vice president. Oh, no. However, Mike Pence, there's a lot of uh, information to suggest that Mike Pence knew about it and could thus be considered a co-conspirator. Oh, 
So if we could do a double impeachment or something along the lines of that, or like if we could impeach both of them at the same time, then the position of presidency, the yeah, the presidency would go to the Speaker of the House, which is Nancy Pelosi. Right. I believe like her. Yeah. She is the House leader of the Democratic Party. Right. Okay. All right. And what was it? Um, I sent you a screenshot earlier of um, AOC. So the screenshot you sent me is basically talking about the White House is restricting access to records of phone calls that Trump has had with Vladimir Putin and um, the Saudi royal family. Mm. So that means he's classifying them, which yeah. means that you can't get access to them, which is in direct conflict with a lot of really like technically in the U.S. there's laws that a lot of public like a lot of things that government officials do should be allowed to be seen by the public because Fair. we're employing them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, these are people that we're actually really worried that Trump has also done some really illegal shit with. Mm-hmm. So by restricting access to these documents, then he basically is trying to cover up his crimes. Oh, boy. Yeah. Which is actually something that the whistleblower in the in the Ukrainian situation was really worried about. If you if you read the whistleblowing like memo document, whatever. He was really worried and it sounded pretty paranoid that Trump was going to or his team was going to restrict the access and make that information classified so that it couldn't be accessed later Mm -hmm. because he had already gone to the Justice Department and was like, hey, this seems fucked up. And they didn't actually do much because William Barr is also in the 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 attorney general. William Barr is also in the pocket of the president. So, Mm. yeah, it's real cool all the time here. (sighs) Oh, God, we are doing so. That's the impeachment drama in a nutshell. You're welcome. <laughs> wow. Well, they're Boris. Oh, Boris. Um, so basically, remember how I told you that they switched off the government? Mm-hmm. Um, the Supreme Court decided that that was illegal because um, they basically investigated it and there was like, they were like, there's absolutely no reason for it. Um, mm-hmm. It directly um, negatively impacted the, the government and the country. So mm-hmm. the whole idea is you can only do what he did as long as you can prove that it will not have any negative impact and it's got to be for a specific reason. And then the Supreme Court were like, you had absolutely no reason to do it. It is directly impacting the fact that we now can't debate legislation for Brexit. Yeah. Um, so they basically said, um, so the, that result came in on the Monday and they were like, Parliament will continue on Wednesday. Nice. Yeah. And now... Um, so it basically means that Boris Johnson broke the law, so now there's a Hell big yeah. investigation into whether he should resign or not. I personally think yes. Yeah. The problem is if he does, then we need somebody else in charge and somebody else to start negotiating. It just all begins again. It's a massive cycle. But wouldn't that at least buy you guys some more time? Um, not. Would that move the Brexit date back? Um, no. Because essentially, we can only move the date back with the agreement of the EU, mm-hmm. who have decided to no longer allow us to extend it. Oof. Yeah. So what they've said is that we don't necessarily have to complete a deal, but we need to have a significant, significant, um, like a significant plan in place by October thirty first or something like that. Um, okay. So it doesn't. The plan doesn't need to have been put in action. But we need to be beginning yeah. processes by October 31st. Basically, you need to have a plan by October 31st. Mm-hmm. Um, which you don't. We don't. <laughs> Fabulous. Yeah. 
That's what we like to hear. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to say no because listeners can't see me shake my head yeah. <laughs> like you can. <laughs> um, I've got a friend at work called Kenny and he was, he was oh, Amy got so offended when we were out for drinks. And uh, Kenny was like, I don't mind Boris Johnson. And we were like, oh no. But essentially what he was trying to say, what his point was, is that Boris Johnson is the best person to do Brexit. He is the idiot that we deserve after a farce of a vote. Um, oh. uh, it's the, the whole idea is the, the Prime Minister we deserve if we're going to be stupid enough to leave the EU. Um, and the fact is that Boris Johnson was one of the people that campaigned to leave. But when but when the gov- when the country voted to leave, um, him and Nigel Farage both said, no, nah, we're good, don't worry about it. We don't want to, we don't want to do it. So then Theresa May had to do it, but Theresa May had been an incredibly vocal Remain campaigner. Oh, that's wild. I just thought Theresa May was like bonkers from the get-go, but no. No, she had been essentially forced into a position that she didn't agree with. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not saying... I don't want to feel sympathy for her, but... And and I don't either, but... um, but, Well, hot tickety shit. Basically, yeah. So that's cracking on. We'll see what happens in October. Very mm-hmm. nice. Loving it. I just want... Moving on. What? Oh I, see. oh, I said moving on, but you can finish what well, you're saying. Well, I was about to move on to say that I just want to go to Milan in November and not need um, some crazy visa or anything. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'd move on visas that quickly because that would fuck up like a ton of people's vacations, you I'm sure. You would be surprised. Um, we were told, so obviously this was supposed to happen months ago, um, and our trip to Copenhagen was three weeks after the original Brexit date, mm-hmm. and they wanted um, 12 months minimum on our passport um, to make sure that it didn't expire or whatever. Oh, like, it's just super weird. Um, and like what they've said is that the, the Dover-Cali crossing will close immediately after Brexit. Oh, wow. Is that the wait? Which what's that um, crossing? So is that the Eurorail? N- no, not really. So there's the, the there's a big ferry that goes from Dover to Calais, but then there is also What's... the Channel Tunnel. But I don't know if that counts. Yeah. As it, but basically, yeah, it's all going to freeze, and they've already got a massive plan to block off half of the main motorway in the UK purely for trucks because we will have such a shortage of food, medicine. Sure, oh fuck. 33% of all the UK's food comes from the EU. Yeah. So a third of the of our food we will not have access to. And they uh, and they think oh, it shit. won't impact us. No, not at all. Well, mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Geopolitics, man. It's fucking crazy. Great decision makers all around. And happier news. We got we some mail. We did get some mail. <clears throat> Sorry, I'll try and sound a bit more upbeat about that. We did get some mail <laughs> from my brother. Hell yeah, we did. Yeah, from Callum. Thank you, Callum. All right. Callum says, Hello, Lisa and Robbie. After episode 21, I thought I might send an email asking for some advice and and opinions as well. Lisa, as someone who has a fairly long commute every day, I'd be interested to hear what kind of setup you have in your car. Like, do you have an emergency kit for breakdowns? Or if you get stranded in bad weather, also, do you prefer to listen to podcasts or music? I understand you don't have an iPhone, and that's your incorrect life choice to make uh i disagree <laughs> and i actually have a fun story about why i disagree <laughs> to be said later um <laughs> but do you use android android play software in your car i just finished episode 21 and i'm so jealous you have a civic 
Hell yeah, love my Civic. I love my little Picanto, but the Civics look like freaking spaceships. I love my Civic. Like, I used to drive a Mustang, and it's not as cool as my Mustang. The Mustang was very cool. It was very cool, but you know what? My Civic has Bluetooth! But, 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 it doesn't sound cool when you say we're driving down the coast in a Civic, but when we drove down the coast in a Mustang, that shit was cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah, that was really cool. But this car has working seatbelts. Oh, the dream. And Bluetooth. The dream. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't have Android CarPlay or anything like that in my car. I just use, like, whatever is the basic, like, hook up your phone to Honda stuff. It will read me text messages, which is pretty funny very often. I'm going to send you text messages now when I know you're in your car, just so it reads you out. (laughs) Um, And then, so my setup in my car, I do like to keep a a little bit of an emergency kit. I do need to buy some some jumper cables. As I recently learned, I need to buy some jumper cables um, to add to that emergency kit. But like, in general... Something that you worry about in California is like earthquakes, right? So I keep an extra pair of shoes in my car just in case like you need to get out and walk to something. I I mean, I have all of my like phone and chargers all set up in there in case. I mean, I'm always charging everything because I'm a millennial. I'm tire- terrified of my phone dying. Um, And then, yeah, I mean, I have like an extra tire and all that. So it's never, I mean, it's pretty basic shit, but. But it gets you through. granola bars in there in case you get hungry. <laughs> and then for podcasts or music, I usually listen to podcasts or audiobooks. Ooh. Because, I don't know, when I listen to music, especially in the car, I want to sing along. And that severely limits how many songs I can listen to. Why? Because <laughs> I don't know that many songs well enough to, like, sing along to them. Are you kidding and me? And I don't want to bother with learning with new songs. I have a playlist of 57 songs at the moment. And I can sing along to every single one of them. And then, like, sometimes you're just not in the mood to sing a certain song. I'm always in the mood to sing any song. My friend at work was like, I'm genuinely impressed by how much you can, like, learn words. And I was like, what? He's like, you always know lyrics to really random songs. (laughs) And I was like, oh, and it's it's because the band Forever the Sickest Kids covered Will Smith's Men in Black. Oh, nice. And I know the entire thing word for word. That's absolutely wonderful. So we were just sitting in the office no. at work and I just randomly started being like, the good guys dressed in black, remember that, just in case we're ever face to face, so make contact. The title help by me, MIB means what you think you saw, you didn't see so. <laughs> in a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week, where your movie future is bleak and uncertain, comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi there, I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and on my podcast, I go through all of the movies coming out during the week, I throw in some news, and talk about the latest trailers. So check out Future Flicks each Wednesday on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube. I'll see you in the future. Well, Robbie, very impressive. Gangster. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, I know all of Hamilton. And then I know a fair amount of, like, the Mountain Goat songs that I listen to. <laughs> and then there's, like, three songs from The Greatest Showman that I like to sing. And then... Never enough. 
Na, 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 na. No, that's not usually that's not usually one of the songs I like to sing. What? I like I like the other side. It's a good song. It's a bop. I have an issue of trying to sing duets with myself. Oh, I think that's yeah. what I'm really learning. We all do that. We all do that. <laughs> but yeah, so sometimes I'll listen to music, but that's usually when I'm like in like a really good mood. Um, but usually I'll just listen to podcasts or audiobooks. Fair, fair. Get my uh, book reading in. Mm-hmm. Any good audiobooks so far? Let's see. I recently listened to I listened to Thunderhead most recently, and that was really good. You should read the first one, Scythe, though. It's by okay. Neil Schusterman. And then I also just listened to Howl's Moving Castle. Oh. That was very cute. Good movie. Yeah. Mm. It's like, it's been on like my book list forever and I finally just got around to it. How about you? Have you ever read or listened to anything good lately? I'm curr- currently reading Margaret Atwood's The Testaments. Oh, how is that? It's amazing. I am okay. obsessed. Obsessed. I'll have to, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, we will. And then Callum also had a section for you, Robbie. Yeah, he threw that in just for me. A wee bone <laughs> to keep me amused. I guess I better include Robbie too. So I thought I'd mention a report that was published lately that says listening to music with a high beats per minute, or rock music basically, makes you more likely to drive erratically or dangerously. What do you guys think? Well, as somebody that doesn't drive, I have zero thoughts on this. But I do love speed walking to really quick music. <laughs> That's fair. An iced fair. coffee in one hand, good music in my ears, not the other hand. I'm not sure why I said that. But yeah, I'm just fucking pelting down the Princess Street. Nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I could definitely see that, especially if it's like whoever's like listening to it is like just singing along, headbanging, whatever, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. dancing to themselves. It happens. But I usually find that I can tell if people are going to drive erratically based off of the cars they're driving. Yeah. Like there's just certain makes and models where I'm like, I You're- see them. You really hate I'm gonna Teslas. I'm going to get cut off. I don't hate Teslas. I just hate... Tesla drivers. A lot of... Yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just it's an elitism true. thing. Because their cars cost so much, so they don't give a shit about other people what? on the road. But, like, I also find this issue with Dodge Chargers, where, like, if mm. you drive... if people, Like, I find that a lot of Dodge Chargers are more likely to cut me off. I have no idea what a Dodge Charger is. It's just, um... I'll send you a picture of one. Thank you. Educational. This podcast's getting educational. Gonna learn about some cars. Oh, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> that is hideous. That <laughs> looks like a... I mean, usually they're not yellow with stripes, but... But it looks like a lunchbox. Yeah. It looks like a, it looks like a beefed up version of a Mustang, It basically. looks like a bar of soap. <laughs> Yeah, so they're like, I feel like they're Mustangs, like, less cute cousin. Mm, not a fan. And also, yeah, they're. I just feel like if I see one, I'm going to get cut off. It's just a fact of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does look like the kind of car that would cut you off, bastards. Right? Mm. Thank you for validating me. <laughs> Anytime. I hope that was included in the audio. Well, thank you, Callum, for the question. If you would like to send in questions or comments or whatever to us... You can send it to we are doing fine at gmail.com. Let us be the agony to your aunt. Hey. Yeah. So we'll rename it You're Doing Fine with Robbie and Lisa. <laughs> so I don't understand how we only have three months left. What? I don't understand how we only have three months left. Of the year? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I found out that on my on my day planner, 
Mm. In the corner of each day, there's two numbers. And I just realized like uh, this week that the numbers are how many days have passed in the year versus how many days are left. No. And I was like, why would you do this? That's foul. Right? Like, I'm just so uncomfortable with the idea that we have not that much time left. Yeah, there's like not that many days left. There's like less than 100 days left of the year. 30. Let me do some quick, quick maths. Okay, 30 times 3, Robbie. No, two thirty ones and one thirty. So that's 92 plus one more day of September. So it's 93 days. Yeah. There's less than 100 days left of this year. Yeah, but I just wanted to be more specific for our audience. <laughs> yeah, by the time this episode drops, there's only going to be 90 days left in this year. Oh, fuck. That has to be the title. <laughs> <laughs> there's 90 days of 2019 left. Oh, boy. <laughs> what are you going to do with the rest of your 2019? Because um, I'm probably just going to bake a shit ton of cookies. That's what I do in the winter. I'm probably going to fail to avoid alcohol and go to Milan. Yeah. Oh, I'm going on vacation in October, so that'll be good. I'm going to Austin, and I'm going to New Orleans. Oh, I really want to go to New Orleans. Come. I wish. That's going to be a real fun trip, um, because I'm I'm doing both of them back to back. Oh, wow. So listeners, if any of you guys have been to Austin, Texas, give me suggestions, because I'll be there with other people. Totally. For sure. Lisa knows people. Totally not by myself. I'm not a single female who travels by herself. That would be dumb. That would be very dumb, man, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. That's why I'm definitely not doing that and saying it publicly. No. Oh my but goodness. also, if you have tips in New Orleans, that would be fun. In Milan, for Robbie. Oh no, don't worry about me. I know what I'm doing in Milan. I know, you're going to the Starbucks. Grocery for four days, do nothing else, sells, but I just don't care. Wait, seriously? For sure. Get some affogato. That's my favorite thing to get yeah, at the I, roastery in Seattle. Uh, you can get Seattle. some at the Starbucks roastery. Yeah, no, that's what I said. That's my favorite thing to get at the uh, at the uh, roastery in Seattle. Oh, okay. Yes, thank you. Had to caveat that. Mm. Yeah, no, my um, my friend Jenny's coming with me, so she'll probably drag me out to do some like, cultural things, but... <laughs> I mean, that's all I do when I go to Europe is, like, I drag you guys to museums. But I like museums, but if there's a Starbucks Willy Wonka factory, I'll probably go there instead. <laughs> well, we should, when you come visit, we should take a trip to Seattle. Yes. Genuinely need to come over just so we can record a live episode. Oh, I know, right? That'd be so weird. For us to be in the same room? Yeah. <laughs> I would be weird. I'd be like, oh, I see your face real time. There's not a lag. I know. <laughs> How do I hang up? <laughs> <laughs> Just like pressing each other's faces, yeah. like go away, go away for the love of God. <laughs> Your mum walks in, like what the fuck is going on? We're a very straight couple. Yeah, this is love. What do you mean? This isn't how people make out. <laughs> I thought this was kissing the whole time. This entire time, just like slapping each other's faces lightly. <laughs> oh no! You had a retraction correction corner. Yes, I do. Um, embarrassingly. Um, in the last episode, we were talking about what shampoo I use, and we did not pick up on the fact that I just went, I use dandruff. <laughs> that um, confused me so much, because we do have your shampoo here. <laughs> yeah, so I just want to correct myself <laughs> and say I use head and shoulders. Which we because, do have mistakes. Because that's what the, I can't remember what her name is, but she's really funny and she's beautiful. And she did an advert about it. And the advert was basically her reading tweets to a reply 
that no replied to a tweet that said that she uses head and shoulders and everyone was like fuck off no she doesn't and she was like no i, I promise i do <laughs> <laughs> it was funny that's great my dad uses that shampoo it's a good shampoo i just try and read the back and i'm like is there anything jonathan van ness says i shouldn't put in my hair on this <laughs> well i got really upset because there was um so do you know who Juno dawson is yes yeah, so... Well, how about we explain just in case for listeners? Okay, um, so Juno Dawson is a transgender um, author. Well, she writes and she's also um, does, like, journalism and a little bit of activism. Just, like, an all-around good egg, Lee Stan. Um, and she did a podcast with Fern Cotton and it was supposed to be sponsored by a certain hair company. Oh. And they pulled out of sponsoring it because there was a discussion <gasps> about um teen trans wait which hair company i can't remember this was all said while juno dawson was telling me my hair was really cool and that she was so glad i could make it so i kind of switched off by accident but i remember just being like Aww. that's disgusting you should why do people not know about this and she was like well we got a sponsor so well that's super fucked up yeah like who the fuck why are corporations all evil not all corporations most corporations Wait, what corporations are you seeing that aren't evil? The one I work for. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I think we've come to an end for this week. A natural conclusion to our political debacle. Yeah. yeah, sorry if this wasn't a super funny episode, but the world's falling apart. I think you've definitely cry laughed enough this episode. That's true. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Please rate, review, subscribe. Robbie is a sleepy boy and I think he needs to get back to sleep. Oh my god, I just want like two more hours before I have to go to work. Yeah, so let's get Robbie back to get, get let him have a cat nap to catch up. Mm-hmm, yeah. All right. Once again, please rate, review, and subscribe. Please do it because... Please tell your friends about your podcast. We love to share. Sharing is caring. Yes, it's... Yes, do it. Share our podcast. Let us get popular and rich. That's how we grow. Is by you tell is by word of mouth. You can find us on social media at WDFcast on Twitter, or we are doing fine on Instagram, mm-hmm. or you can email at us at we are doing fine at gmail.com. Heck yeah! Yeah, I can help out. All right, <laughs> you done a good job. Robbie's gotten distracted on his phone. <laughs> I, I'm watching. I'm, I'm watching our audio. See, <laughs> easily amused. Well, until next Tuesday, keep, keep doing, doing fine. fine. Hey, hey.